Hello, and welcome to Self-Care and the Negative Impacts of Colonization. I am Amalia, and today I am joined with my grandmother, Wendy. Um, Today we spoke about the colonization of wellness practices such as yoga, Chinese medicine, using herbs, indigenous practices, etc., So I think it was super fun. It was super interesting. I definitely learned a lot. I think my grandma learned a lot. Um, And it was super informative. So (laughs) without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy. We're all living in a world after 500 years of colonization that continues. People from European countries went around the world and took over land through violent means. So through genocide, through murder, through rape, through forced conversion, to to Christianity often. And if not, then you lose your land or your people or be killed. The reaction to spiritual and cultural practices where they were going was that these practices were savage or a derogatory kind of magic or something. And to practice these paths on spiritual journeys was risky or forbidden. Like uh, Hindu, Vedic teachings in South Asia, Buddhist teachings and Islamic teachings. I find it so interesting how things have shifted from then to now. Um, Like colonization has also led to capitalism um, as an extraction of resources from other people. I feel like this exploitation is harmful because it demeans and uh, distorts and diminishes um, others' cultures for capitalistic gains. Yeah, the colonized culture has turned into the dominant culture, which is a white Eurocentric or Western-centric way, I guess, of being. In other words, the white way is looked at being looked at as being the right way. Everything is compared to the white norm. And when we think of yoga spaces in North America, there's I feel like there's an idea or an image of who belongs there. And through marketing, which is a result of capitalism, of course, we see that we see the usual white, skinny, bodied women who are cisgender cisgendered. Um, are all over the marketing campaigns or on social media or magazines, etc. That's what's being represented for yoga, for these, you know, indigenous cultural practices. So it's just so interesting to see the shift in history from then to now. How do you feel about the fact that a practice that was looked down upon so many years ago and was viewed as magic and primitive and you know, something derogatory is now being, you know, commercialized and being promoted by, you know, um, I feel like all I ever see is white people promoting um, yoga and spirituality and, you know, all of the above. So, yeah. And this is ironic because with the practice of yoga in particular, the holistic practice of recovery, um, self-control and personal responsibility that allows the transformation and connection Mm -hmm. has been colonized exactly and therefore makes a person a stranger in their own culture Mm -hmm. yeah i mean this exploitation is harmful because it demeans and distorts and diminishes others cultures 
for capitalistic gains. Yep. That's where my frustration yeah. comes in. Me too. Because we have to be reminded of years and years ago of when you kind of had to hide even practicing any of these wellness practices such as yoga or you know connecting with your higher self or trying to be enlightened or meditation you know no one wanted to share that out loud vocally or be proud of that um because if you did that was looked down upon that was oh no she's practicing dark magic oh no that's savage or no that's primitive but now that's you know white people show it off i feel like i see the most social media posts from white people about their spiritual journeys and their, you know, their weekly yoga classes. Like, it's just, it's so funny. And I've also personally even attended so many yoga classes. I think almost all of my yoga teachers have been white. So it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's not a bad thing at all for, or a negative thing for white people to be spiritual of course not or to practice yoga anyone can be spiritual or practice yoga like that's not what i'm saying but i just think that to go from a time where um indigenous people and black people have to deal with the bulk of cultural appropriation and extraction from their cultures so it's not like unique to yoga or Uh, South Asia that this is happening. How do you feel about cultural appropriation and colonization just like as a whole? Just Well, um, Amalia, I feel like the appropriation is systemic diminishing and negation of practices of other cultures. I mean, I feel like it's particularly offensive because it is the antithesis of what self-care is all about. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it marginalizes people historically who were, um, are basically exploited for capital, for capital gain. Yeah. It becomes, yeah, it becomes devoid of its original meaning. And, and I feel like in the process, the people who are doing the extraction often are benefiting, whether through personal gain, financial gain, or entertainment. Or something. I feel like on one hand, colonization and racism allow for a demonizing or criticizing of whether it be Hindu, Vedic, or yoga practices. But on the other hand, it can be pedestaled and it can be considered magic and exotic when it's it's when it which is not honoring of its wholeness because when we fetish fetish when we fetishize something it becomes a very thin version or diluted version of what it actually is well i think we are going to wrap up here thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed we hope this was informative and entertaining Um, Yeah, thank you.